Welcome everybody. Welcome to the third episode of my podcast, uh, Nicole Loving Earth. And um, this one, well, I feel all of them are a bit special, but this one is um, super special for me. <laughs> um, today on the podcast, what I want to talk about is um, guides, your contact with your guides. But, um, and my guide is here and so that's why I'm smiling and um, probably going to be a bit giggly to start with because he's um, such an integral part of my practice and even today like I just sat with him before this one and it was just hugs and kisses and I'm so proud of you and you know I'm excited to do this and um, that I feel is one of the big things about a spiritual practice is that when we develop a relationship with our guides, um, they're so proud of us. They're so proud of our achievements. They're so proud of our next step in our expansion. They're so, so <laughs> he's going to try and keep distracting me here. But it is like um, the energy that I have around me at the moment is like just excitement and play and fun. So I know this one's going to be really, really special. Um, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to everybody who's reached out, everybody who's given me feedback, everyone who's listened. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Um, it is my personal story in regards to my evolution of my spiritual path. So not something I've really shared in its complete entirety in public before. So I'm so excited by each episode and how it evolves and expands and, you know, how it all comes out. Um, this one here is all about that beginning point, that point of conception in regards to my conscious, um, my conscious relationship with my guides. Okay. So um, how this all started for me was... Uh, uh, gosh, a few years ago now, maybe four years ago, uh, I was feeling very stuck in my career, very stuck. I felt like I had this physical weight in my solar plexus or that area right below the rib cage. I felt like I had, like I was carrying a brick around, honestly. And um, to give you some backstory for up until that point for the 20 years prior to that I was a chef or in the hospitality industry so um, I started off as a fine dining chef uh, fine dining Italian in some of Sydney's top restaurants and um, it evolved and moved and shaped and growed and I had children along the way so there was always roles either in or around hospitality, but also looking after the kids too. Um, yeah, many different things, but always centered around being of service, right? <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> so um, I taught, I ran cooking classes, I worked in different cafes and restaurants, um, breakfast, dining, um, yeah, all, all kinds of different things, vegan, vegetarian, yeah, it was a very varied career and right at the end of my career I was teaching hospitality, so going into cafes and teaching, basically teaching staff how to be nice to people, yeah, and um, I loved it, I loved the freedom of it, but I just felt like I was done, 
like I, I'd had enough of hospitality and um, so this weight that I was feeling in my solar plexus region I was really concerned like I just didn't have any forward momentum I didn't feel like I was going anywhere I didn't feel like I was getting any better I felt like it had come to an end and a girlfriend of mine had recommended going to see a hypnotherapist right and um, I thought well I've never been I was kind of curious and she said she kind of said very secretively to me that oh, she's really connected you know Nick you'll love her and so at this point in my spiritual path like I had been I was well into my surfing <laughs> if you listen to the last episode you'll hear that story um, I was practicing meditation every day I was doing yoga I was journaling things like that but really not um, any deeper than that kind of surface level entry level into spirituality I'd re I was reading a lot I was very curious about it but it was almost like I had this feeling of like I wanted to take the next step but didn't know how didn't know who to turn to you know in the community that I had I, I really wasn't sure how to explore this part of me and so when my girlfriend suggested going to see this hypnotherapist about what I was feeling it kind of like all lit up for me that yeah this is the way to do it so I traveled down the coast one day an hour to go see this hypnotherapist and she was like this tiny little Indian woman tiny right and it was a medical practice so I wasn't sure what to expect you know I thought it was going to be very clinical um, and when as soon as I went in and we shut the door she just turned to me before she'd even started doing the hypnotherapy work so to speak <laughs> she just turned to me and she said you are here to heal people and I was like really flippant and just said oh I know I'm I heal people with my food like I say that to people that my food would heal them right and I'd always thought that I'd always been a very intuitive cook an intuitive chef so I I, I knew that <laughs> and I was like yeah yeah no I do that already through my food and she's like no you're literally here to heal people and I kind of stopped in my tracks and then any nervousness that I had about it kind of faded away and I was like all right what are we in for here <laughs> so I laid down on the recliner um, she dimmed the lights and I really just had no idea what to expect and she guided me through her script of the hypnotherapy and I started seeing visions straight away. I was seeing vision after vision and I was just like, oh my God, what's going on here? Normally in the past, like anytime I've had visions, it's been during Shavasana and yoga or like on some kind of, um, you know, uh, mushroom or, you know, in my childhood or when I was younger, like with marijuana, I'd sometimes had visions, but here I was stone cold. So about 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, <laughs> And I was having vision after vision after vision after vision. I was like, oh my gosh, like what is this woman doing to me? Um, we ended up talking and she was like, you need to connect with your guides. She picked up on something that had happened to me when I was like 18. I'd had um, an abortion when I was 18. 
and she picked up on that straight away. She was like, you have a child, um, you had a child, but he didn't come to form this time. And I burst out crying as I'm sure anybody would with that kind of being given to them. And she said, okay, you need to connect with that soul. She's like, you've got a guide that's really been trying to get your attention. You need to speak to him. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and um, she said, I'm going to record a meditation for you. I want you to listen to it for seven days after this session and then come back and see me next week. I was like, okay. <laughs> so this was kind of like the kick that I needed to start my spiritual practice. Someone saying, this is what's around you. This is what you've got going on, blah, 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 blah. Now I went back and saw her another two, three times and I went and did a workshop with her as well. So the first day I got back home and I was like so keen to do this meditation. I was doing it twice a day, every day for seven days because I was like, all right, let's go. If this woman has said this about me, let's go, let's bring it on. And of course, I think I did it a couple of times and then my first guide came through. And at the start, he only gave me his name as J, like the letter J. And I started talking to him and he would always and continues to be always on my left side, like kind of like this big brother energy, like leaning over my left shoulder and whispering into my ear. I always heard him. Okay. And um, it, it would, it would just be like this conspiratorial little whisper in my ear. <laughs> and so I started working with him and started talking to him more and um, just getting to know like what it is I'm to do, who am I, who are you, what is our connection, like started, you know, that child in me just wanted to know everything, everything, everything straight away. The interesting thing about that too was that my second guide came through, okay, and this was uh, the process, she'd given me a process to connect with that child that I didn't bring through, okay, and I was to connect with the energy of it and I was to write him a letter and, you know, there was this whole process that she'd given me to kind of forgive myself and also to connect with this energy. The interesting thing was as soon as I did the meditation first to connect with him, he was here and his name was Jake and he was hugging me and it's like this, you know, how old he would be now, very affectionate, very loving, very playful, very kind, the naughty kid in the class kind of energy. And, um, he was like, there's no need to apologize. It's fine. I've been with you the whole time anyway. You know, he, I've been with you. It's fine. You know, and we started this relationship where he would bring me into more play. He would bring me into more curiosity. He would allow me to see the lighter side of life, you know, to not be caught up in the seriousness of it. And so I started building relationship with these two guides. Okay, and each session I had had with her unlocked more, unlocked my connection to Shakti, unlocked my connection to these Indian deities and goddesses, these Hindu goddesses, like all of this information just started coming through. Now, this was like in a very short period of time. 
And I remember um, the last session I had with her, she was like, you are not going to need to do much. This is going to happen very quickly for you. She said, you just need to open up a bit more, go practice Reiki. I ended up practicing Reiki, two forms of Reiki and got my certification, level one, level two, master. I ended up doing uh, hypnotherapy, NLP, advanced hypnotherapy. <laughs> I just was like on this like roller coaster of wanting to learn, learn, learn everything I could, right? As soon as I did that, I did start getting clients. And the last time that I saw this practitioner, she had a workshop where there was like 10 of us there. And I was there and it was all about, you know, of course, connecting to the angels, connecting to the guides. And um, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm looking at her, and this is a woman I've worked with a few times now, this tiny little Indian woman. And all I kept seeing her face was my godmother's face. Right? And my godmother had passed maybe a year or so before this encounter. And my godmother is was a big woman. Like, I mean, she was tall. She was a big Greek woman with this, like, bountiful laugh, this bountiful bosom, this bountiful energy. Like, you knew when she walked into a room, you know. She was larger than life. When people say they're larger than life, she was, like, the poster child for being larger than life and um i was i loved her i loved her deeply 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 <laughs> she was so much fun and here i am sitting in this group setting and all every time i looked at her face all i could see was my godmother's face right and it was freaking me out and so after the class i pulled her aside and i just said hey listen i keep i kept seeing my godmother's face like on your face and she's like oh my god she was like so full on the whole way through the class she kept coming in she her energy she just kept coming in i couldn't stop her and blah 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 and i started crying <laughs> because like i was like are you kidding me <laughs> and so then she gave me a message from her as well which i then passed on to her daughter but it was like here i was thinking i was like not seeing what i was seeing and um, somebody else was confirming it and then giving me the message from it so what i learned there is like once you're open to this energy it's going to present in so many different ways it's going to present you're going to be reminded of someone that you loved like on the face of a child or you know the, the something that someone says and you're like oh my god that sounded like my mom my dad my my relative that's passed and um i just started having more and more experiences like that right so this is like right at the start of me actually practicing and i was like okay i was a bit floored by how quick it all happened and she said it was gonna happen quick. So once I started practicing Reiki, I got myself this amazing treatment table. I had my little sunroom all set up for my clients. Um, people started coming to see me straight away for Reiki. Okay. <laughs> 
and um, Reiki of course is a form of energy healing and I was really like procedure you know very much when I started doing Reiki I would start the way I was supposed to start and finish the way I was supposed to finish and very much protocol very much procedure every time you know working with the lights of the cosmos and working with people's energy and all of a sudden um, what started happening is like I would be in the middle of a treatment and somebody's like grandmother would come in and I would just be like still trying to treat and being like okay I'm just going to not ignore them but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and then I would be and they would be insistent like okay you have to tell them this you have to tell them this you know and so I started I just started saying oh have you lost a grandmother or a mother and obviously like so many people have but the messages would be direct the visualizations that were showing me would be direct and this was the other thing too like the visions I was seeing were like straight away very simple to start with and then the minute I confirmed it the next would come through the minute I said it out loud the next would come through and so I really started to see uh, very much a crack in the possibility of this kind of work and what it can do and what I could do and um, I think it was like the same session my girlfriend had said to me at the end she was like oh my god you know that was incredible um, I felt this I felt that you know sitting down having a cup of tea afterwards and she's like can you tell me um, what's gonna happen with my family and I was like oh I've never done that before and I got this like tap on the shoulder to say close your eyes <laughs> And so I'm sitting there opposite my girlfriend and I said, okay, hang on, let me check in. And I closed my eyes and just this stream of information started coming. And I was like telling her about, you know, what's going to happen with her and her husband, what's going to happen with her children, what's going to happen with this. I described the dynamic of the family. And this is someone I'd only met a couple of times and I, I knew she had children, but I didn't really know them. You know, I hadn't really spent any time with any of her family and only a little bit of time with her. And I was like telling her all this stuff and letting her know what's going to happen and this and that. And and at the end of it, I'm, I opened my eyes and she's like crying. <laughs> she's like, Nick, that was absolutely beautiful. And I just sat there and was like, I didn't even know how I'd done it. Right. It just flowed through. I just trusted that I could do it. Okay. And so the whole way through my life, when people have said, can you do this? My chef career started because I said the words, I can do that. You know, I was waitressing at a friend's restaurant <laughs> and she said, the chef hasn't turned up. Nick, can you jump in the kitchen for me tonight? And I was like, I can do that. Next thing you know, I'm studying commercial cookery. You know, it's like that has been my response for so many things, so many things I should have said I couldn't do it too. <laughs> but for so much of my life, I've just said, yeah, I can do that. And so what happened after that was that I think it was the next or maybe the next client after that, um, I had Jesus come through. And I was like, is this for real? Is this for real? Like, am I feeling who I think I'm feeling here? Like is this real? 
you know, I was really questioning my abilities and what was happening and who was coming through. Why would Jesus come through to me? Little old me. Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> I'm not religious. I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> why is Jesus coming to me? Right? The thing is, is like I was raised uh, Greek Orthodox, which is, uh, you know, in our family, it was a very laissez-faire kind of religion. We would go for Easter. We would go for Christmas, we would celebrate, you know, weddings or funerals or christenings, things like that. But I would not call myself religious. And then, of course, when I got to my teenage years, I rebelled against anything religious and really just started calling myself spiritual. You know, I had a real aversion to the word God, like truly. I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say that I believed in God. I was spiritual. I believed in the universe. <laughs> I didn't believe in God. Now, of course, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of laughter. <laughs> but now, of course, I understand that God, universe, source, divine, it is all one and the same, right? It's just the label that we put on it. It's just the name that we put to it, that higher power of creator, right? And so I was like very nervous during this session. I finished the session. I didn't mention that Jesus was there. And I was like, okay, I need to explore this more. So after that client left for the day, I, um, I sat on my bed and I closed my eyes and I went into meditation. And I was like, all right, Jesus, if that was really you, come and talk to me. And I sat there and as I sat there and meditated and opened myself up, I felt his energy come back in and it was like he was sitting on the edge of my bed. And I sat there and I talked with him and I talked with him and I talked with him. And his one, the first piece of advice was, he said, um, he said, you need to separate religion from me. You need to separate religion from God. He was like, this is a concept that humankind has put to us, though we are love, we are support, we are not judgment. We are here to lovingly help you expand. And the other thing that he said, which I've never really mentioned before, maybe I've mentioned a couple of times to people, but not for a long time, was that he said, I wish I could take a stick to those that wrote the book. You know, because he said, while well, some of it is true and pure, other texts are written from men with fear in their hearts and judgment in their hearts. And it is not a true word. It is not the, the true word of his heart or his love for humankind. And so what I started doing then was working with Jesus and have him come into my healing practices. I was still not comfortable telling people that I had Jesus assisting. Now I have no problem and Jesus is my homeboy. <laughs> and if you want to feel his energy, he's willing to do that now. So if you're in a space to do so, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes and feel that love of Jesus come to you. Feel the energy of Jesus come to you. Feel him come to form for you. Feel him whisper into your ear. Feel that love that he has for you come to you now. 
if you've never worked with Jesus or you were a skeptic like me, I want you to feel his presence. Feel how your heart tingles or expands. Feel that warmth, that love, that support, that guidance that is here for you. And so the more that I started to play and talk with Jesus, I had um, Archangel Michael used to come and assist me too. And so flanked by all of these beautiful energies, my guides, Jesus, then I had um, Archangel Michael too. And Archangel Michael's energy is a little bit different. So <laughs> you may have just felt an energy shift and change with me saying that. His energy is much stronger. Sometimes people recognize it by a blue or a blue and yellow light. Sometimes see people see him come to form. He is here. If Archangel Michael comes to you, he is here at the start of your spiritual journey. He offers protection and safety. He offers guidance. He offers um, that opening of your intuition and you trusting your intuition, you know, as well as that love and presence. So what they're wanting me to tell you is if there is someone that you've always wanted to work with or pull in the energy of, just ask them. You only need to invite them in. Okay. So whether it be one of the ascended masters like Jesus or Mother Mary or Mary Magdalene, you know, Merlin, or whether it is one of the archangels, whether it's a god and goddess, whether it is a star being or anything like that, anyone that you've wanted to work with in that field, all you need to do is invite them in. Now, coming back to the guides, right? If you haven't met your guides, let's explain and explore this, okay? So, when your soul chooses to come or reincarnate in on earth in human form you choose your family you choose your circumstance you choose where in the world your soul wishes to be born okay this is my belief and this is what i practice now with that whether they're assigned to you, whether you've made a contract with them, whether you've assisted them in their past lives, you have a guide or guides that come through with you, okay? So my first guide that came through, the one I knew as Jay, his name is Jardana. <laughs> okay? And we have had many conversations, sat in ceremony, we have sat in meditation together, I've talked to him, he's like my confidant and just this year he's um, allowed me to share him with others. So what that means is like with my students in the School of Imagination, with some clients, with people that I work with, um, he's wanted to come through and introduce himself to them as well to add another layer to their guidance. So 
what he's wanting to open up for you is you may feel his energy you may feel him already just as i say his name you may feel him come in now Jadana and I have been together many lifetimes, sometimes him in human form and me as the guide, sometimes me in human form, him as the guide, sometimes both of us in human form, okay? And we have worked together on a soul level for a very long time. Yeah. And as a child, and I'm sure many of you have, I always had imaginary friends that I played with, played on the swings, you know, played in the garden, always I had these imaginary friends, right? And so I put it to you is that your imaginary friends that you had as a child were your guides. They are your guides. Now, imagine as a child, you were never told you're too old for that. You're a big girl. You're a big boy now. You know, imaginary friends don't exist. Imagine if you're never told that. Imagine if all through your childhood, all through your teens, these imaginary friends that were your guides grew and built and supported and loved you. We're always or often told as children that these imaginary friends, uh, we grow out of them, right? But the thing is, is that they never leave us. They're always there. Your guides, when you connect with them, have seen you through every experience, have been in every conversation, all of the things that you've forgotten, they remember. All of the things that have happened to you, they were there witnessing. The celebrations, the loss, the pain, the hurt, the happiness, the joy, all of it. Okay. And so when you have that feeling of being alone or that nobody is there to share this experience with you, your guides were there. <laughs> so in an esoteric or in a spiritual or a consciousness realm, you have someone who remembers everything that you've been through. Mm. So I almost sometimes see Jadana as my memory bank <laughs> for the things that I've forgotten. Okay, do you remember when I did this? Like who was there? Who was I speaking to? What was I wearing? And he will be like, that, 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 that. And I'll be like, oh, great, you know? So sometimes as humans, we get our minds so busy that we forget key moments or things that happen to us. And when we lean on our guides for that, we can bring through memories. We can understand more of why something happened. Little nuances maybe that we miss, they can open up in the insight in regards to our connections with friends or relationships or things that have happened for us. Hmm. Okay. So... Our guides are always there for us, always. And it's only until we invite them in, we invite their energy in, we ask to connect with them. And just like, you know, if you're going to a party and meeting someone for the first time, you're wanting to build that connection. You're wanting to have a conversation. 
you're wanting to find out about them just as much as um, you know about asking questions for yourself or guidance for the future so this is like a, a back and forth relationship you know yeah it's really beautiful I'm really thankful for that connection that I have and of course like all through my spiritual practice and since that time and who came through for me first like I've had some out there experiences when I'm doing energy work on people when I'm channeling or reading for people like now my spiritual practice I'm not surprised by anyone who comes through when I'm in a session with someone it is who they're needing to hear hear from in the moment okay so if you think about like mother mary you're thinking about ascended masters you're thinking about um you know angelic beings whoever is coming through for that person is what they're needing or who they're needing to connect with in this moment now okay and so this is part of what i do is i connect people to their guides i connect people to their loved ones you know and your loved ones are basically anyone that you had a connection with in human form so it could be a relative it could be your next door neighbor it could be a childhood friend that passed and your loved ones absolutely can become part of your guide team as well you know so we often experience grief or loss when somebody passes but truly you know, they never leave us. Their energy never leaves us. Their energy's always here. They may send you reminders or they may send you signs and you question it, but you must know it's them, you know? If you've had the thought of them and then something reminds you of them, that's their presence making itself known and felt. So yeah, it's really beautiful, really beautiful work. Thank you. So what I would like to do now <laughs> is um, take you on a little meditation for you to connect to your guides. So it doesn't matter if you've already connected to your guides or this is the first time. This is all about opening that up. So if you've connected to your guides before, see what comes through. Maybe you see them in form for the first time. Maybe they have a message or something for you. If this is the first time you're connecting with guides, just be open to the experience okay so maybe you just feel it like a presence maybe you feel it like waves of energy coming into you maybe you have visualizations of a light or a light maybe they come to form okay maybe you just hear it maybe you just know it or feel it okay just trust your experience is correct and true for you how does that sound <laughs> all right so if you're in a space to do so close your eyes if you're not just pause it here and um, come back when you're ready okay all right so first off I want to open the field of consciousness for you so eyes closed and just take a big breath in and just come into your body come into where you are right now you can put your hand on your heart and feel your heartbeat come back to your breath 
and we will open the field of consciousness for all that are listening, for all that are watching, for all that are here. We open this field of consciousness for you to experience the love, the stillness, Just notice how your body feels. Just allow the sensations to come. Whether you feel a slowing of your breath or a stillness within, whether you're experiencing a bright, white, infinite field, whether you feel suspended in space and time, all is perfect and correct for you. So as you're sitting there, surrounded by this white love, surrounded by this infinite possibilities, I want you to feel the presence of your first guide coming in. They've taken a seat opposite you. So just feel this energy. Feel how this energy feels to you. Does it feel light? Does it feel dark? Does it feel masculine or feminine? Does it feel expansive? Just notice how the energy of your guide feels for you. Feel your heart space start to open. The area around your heart just start to open and soften. And with this, this white light that all surrounds you, this white light starts coming into your heart space and anchoring, connecting you to the field of consciousness. guide reaches out to hold your right hand so you may feel their presence, know their touch, their energy. However you experience it in the field is up to you, however you feel it or see it is up to you. Here you may ask them their name and maybe they give you a single letter, maybe they give you their full name. Maybe it just comes to you as a thought, as a feeling, maybe you see it written. Maybe they speak it to you when you hear it. And when you feel confident that you've received that information, 
you can ask them, what is their message for you today? What is their message for you today? Allow that message to come through. The same thing, whether it's spoken, whether it's a feeling, whether they show you a memory, just allow that information to come through with ease and grace. With this first guide, just work with them. You may ask them questions. You may sit with them. Even after this podcast is finished, just invite them now that they're here. Allow them to stay here. And then after this podcast, start speaking to them. Maybe they're going to write through you. Maybe they're going to create through you. But the first point is connection. So just like you're meeting a new friend, you want to build that relationship. You want to expand the relationship you already have. Ask them what's their favorite memory of you and see what memory comes forward for you. That's a really fun one. (laughs) The work that we do with our guides, it's sacred, right? It's just for us. It's our guidance from our darkest moments out. It's a celebration of our connection points. It's a very personal connection, you know? It can be where you share your greatest fears or your greatest triumphs. You shall never be judged by your guides. You know, it's just love. And so, If anyone's feeling like, I don't know, like they're confused, is this my guides or not? Is this my intuition or not? When your guides are speaking to you, it will be a calm, loving, direct voice. It will be a voice of truth from a place of love. Okay? Whenever you feel there is fear, insecurity, anger, jealousy, resentment, Um, You know, if the voice is coming through very uh, erratic, generally this is ego or like our wounded aspects, okay? Intuition, guidance, your guides, it's always going to be firm, loving, slowly, direct, you know? That's probably the easiest way to tell. There's so much of what I do now that I struggle to put into context in human form. (laughs) And I don't even know if that is going to make sense to some people. There's so much that I do on the ethereal level 
that my guides guide me to do that I I cannot wait for it to become the way that we communicate, right? This, when we talk about higher consciousness, this is the way that we used to communicate through our guides, through, you know, telepathy, through our consciousness, through our heart space. The simple word is so is so um, simple basically in compared to the information that can come through and the rate of speed that it can come through and how quick we can have insights or healing or practices delivered to us gifts come through more of us open up energetically and so what has been i guess the biggest thing for me in sharing my story is demystifying all of this demystifying the gap between spirituality and what we call society. Everybody has the freedom, the right, the free will to practice spirituality how they choose to. And I think this is the beauty of it, is that you can pull from different religions, different experiences, different practices and create your own version of it. I am not here to tell you how you must live your life. I am here for you to open up the possibilities of who you can be in your life. Mm. (laughs) A little one. So, if you're not meditating, maybe now you might feel like you want to. If you're not spending time in nature or with your guides, maybe you're feeling now like you might want to. (laughs) But go with it with a sense of play. Go with it with a sense of curiosity. Go with it to see what comes forth. That sense of wonderment, that belief in self, that fearlessness that children have, right? Trust. Just trust yourself. Hmm back yourself (laughs) all right so this is a little snippet of some of the work that I do with my guides and this is what I do with people all over the world so if you'd like to know more then connect with me on my website which is nicolelovingearth.com if you want to follow me on Instagram my handles down below this is what I teach This is what I work with people one-to-one doing, bringing this information to them, allowing them to experience the higher realms of consciousness and see what comes through for them. You know, each of us connect in a different way, but it is all one. Hmm. So I also have my School of Imagination. We do a free Zoom every Friday evening stateside time or Saturday morning Australian time. And so the details for that you can find out on my website. And um, yeah, I want to send you and your guides so much love, so much love. And if you have questions about anything that I've said today, just reach out, you know, reach out. With so, so much love, Nicole.